What's up, nerds? This is the Film Grouch, Rick Swift, and I am joined today by my friend, who will introduce himself right now. Go ahead and introduce yourself, friend. Hey, this is Amadaro, and you might see my reviews from like three or thirty years ago <laughs> on the site. <laughs> it's not that long ago. He's also <laughs> our tech guru, uh, tech troll, whatever you want to call him. Uh, he, yes, he started with us when we were irate films. He always helped me out when there were technical difficulties, and um, he helped me set up Film Grouch. We developed it together, like the whole lay layout and everything like that. Um, many hours, many nights working on it. Um, it's definitely an improvement over Irate Films because that was more like of a blog, and this is, you know, Film Grouch has a lot more, um, it's more user-friendly, hopefully. Hopefully people can, uh, you know, navigate it well and all that good stuff. But uh, the design and stuff like that, it had a lot to do with uh, Emma Darwin. So, uh, you know, Madison and I usually record, uh, my wife, and we will be recording um, another podcast for the Lego movie. Uh, we'll be doing that tomorrow, actually. Uh, but I wanted to get some more people on here. So it's not just, you know, always the same thing. I like to mix it up a little bit. And uh, Emma Darwin, I wanted to find a movie that, Madison hadn't watched and had no desire to watch, and one that I knew that M. Darwin would be perfect to watch uh, when we talked about it, and it it's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Emma Darwin is the only reason I even read any comics growing up because I didn't really read comics too much. I read a, I read Gru and crap like that, like dumb stuff. Hey, and, Gru was uh, awesome. What's that? I said Gru was awesome. Man. Gru was awesome, like, but I mean, I most people it. are like, you know, reading different stuff. So you were like, look, I'm, I'm just going to make sure you read the ones you need to read. And so you always kept me in the know. Like you made sure I read Secret Wars so I know how he got his suit. Um and stuff like that and i think it was uh jim lee right jim lee with x-men yeah yeah jim lee but he did um he did all the uh art for he kind of reinvented spider-man right in our no. generation no in our generation it would have been uh todd mcfarlane his art was yeah semi-realistic people liked him people hated him yeah but i remember you made me read a bunch of that's right it was a lot it was a bunch of mcfarlane ones you made me read right yeah, yeah. I loved him back then. Yeah. We, oh, and uh, full disclaimer, not disclaimer. Uh, M. Darwin and I used to play Marvel role playing game or, or Marvel RPG. So we know all about Phase Rip. We know all about Spider Man's amazing agility. Uh, you know that's a, a level fifty. So if you ever want to talk about Marvel RPG back in the day, we had all the freaking uh, what were those things? The uh, the sheets. We had all the character sheets where we had binders, and we would go down to the bookstore, and anytime they came out with new ones, we would jump on them. And he was really good at um, creating. He could draw. He he can draw very very well, and uh, he used to create like really awesome character sheets. We came up with interesting groups and all sorts of different stuff. So we're big time. That's what I always tell people. I'm not a comic book reader, but I'm a big comic book nerd, and I love all the stuff around comics. So. And all the good ones I, I definitely keep up with. And, of course, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, when I first saw it, I was like, hmm, do we really need another Spider-Man? Like, we are, you know, we have, we've had a lot 
we had Andrew Garfield for a while there. Um, now we have Tom Holland. Uh, we had uh, Toby. Crap. Keith. Not Toby Keith. <laughs> Although that would be a really interesting Spider Man. <laughs> who's your daddy? Is that is, is that who's your daddy? Yeah. Yeah. Daddy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We know about that one, right? Emma Darwin. Who's yeah. your daddy? Uh huh. No, we don't know who's in that one. Oh, uh, we do. In the video. Uh, Miss Fallon. Yeah. So we Our know lovely, about that. Well, one. you're a lovely classmate. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, she's married to Joe Don Rooney now, so she's she's all into the country music. So you should have been playing the guitar, buddy. Anyway, I know, man. <laughs> but uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, I had watched um, on Netflix. I watched when they, I guess, in the '90s or something like that. They had the um, the Spider Man where they talked about uh, the dead zone or something like that and like the what do they call it the negative zone or something when somebody dies they didn't actually die and it was the 90s cartoons and they had all this stuff about the woman of the web and all the clones and i was just like oh this is so stupid but um uh, yeah <laughs> that clone storyline was horrible yeah it was really bad so i was like oh god i hope it's not gonna be like this but then uh Raphael, my son and i we watched um for one spring break we just kind of sat down and watched the entire thing of this with the miles morales and the the Por peter porker and the noir and all so they've already had this um in a series i don't remember it might have been on disney xd or something like that but we watched like the whole freaking thing over a spring break one time oh we really a cartoon got into series? it yeah there was a cartoon series oh i didn't know that yeah you got to check it out i think it's like i said it might be on <clears throat> disney xd it might be on netflix it was somewhere a couple years ago so Miles Morales well, this was, was no Sony, wasn't it? This is Sony, yeah. Yeah, this so was would it have been on Disney? What's that? Well, so would it have been done Disney? I didn't. They're Sony. Well, Disney XD. They might own. They might own the characters for the playing it back on on their show. I have no idea, man. Freaking lawyers ruin everything anyway. So I didn't <laughs> want to get into that crap. You know how I feel about lawyers. Yeah. They should all be shot in the face. Uh, so that that's what I thought this kind of was was Sony's way of uh, keeping their licenses alive because they throw all the characters in there. No, yeah, this is this is like I said, you can I don't don't hold me to it, but I'm pretty sure we watched it on Disney XD because we watch a lot of um. We, I mean, we watch uh, Ultimate Avengers they had, uh, or Ultimate Spider Man where he was like an Avenger and he had the suit and everything like that. Raphael was yeah. all into it. I don't know. I kind of, you know, get on my phone and he just watches it. But the Miles Morales one, I was into that because I liked the noir Spider-Man. He was pretty cool. But let's start talking about the actual movie. So all right. you, you all have the lead up as to why, you know, why I brought Emma Darwin on because he's actually the, he's the, the expert. He was the expert <laughs> back in the day. Not um, anymore. <laughs> what's that? Not anymore. I haven't read a comic book in like 10 years. Oh, man. Well, I was told, I told Raphael I'm going to order Secret Wars and we're going to read that together. His father and son so he knows <laughs> at least how he really got the black suit because it's like no you need to know because venom's his favorite character Ven actually carnage is his favorite character not venom which i was like really <laughs> the guy's a serial killer you're 11 years old and he's like i know i'm like great <laughs> so i've done some damage there i guess i don't uh, know but you didn't read any that? carnage with me no well, I wonder where he got it from. Was it the cartoons? It was the cartoons, yeah. yeah. So blame Disney again. Yeah. <laughs> so this one starts out, and 
there's a narrator and he's letting us know I don't know. I watched it a couple weeks ago. You just watched it freshly, so maybe you tell me how it yeah, starts it's out. Peter Parker narrating, saying how he's a great Spider-Man, the only Spider-Man, whatever. But uh, did, hey, the before the narration, when they were rolling the, the studio logos and stuff, did that glitching give you a seizure? <laughs> oh yeah, no, it didn't. I'm good. I didn't have any seizures. I don't have seizures like that, so I'm good. Yeah, yeah. It, it was bad. For a moment, my mind just like snapped. I was like, "What is going on?" But I got over it. <laughs> anyway, so he he narrates saying that he's been Spider-Man for so many years and blah 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 and it really throws you off because this is an actual alternate universe story and uh, the Peter Parker that's speaking is not from this universe. I know. That, that confused me. You know, I, I hate to say this, but I actually didn't catch that it was an alternate universe right away because, you know, there's all this like empowerment and diversity movement and stuff like that where they want to make yeah. all these characters different and within the same universe, which just, it, it annoys me because it's like, you know, just make your own characters, whatever. But anyway, I, it didn't well, dawn yeah. on me. It kept saying PDNY, and that wasn't, like, nothing was clicking until I saw the Coca-Cola sign, and it was weird. And I'm like, that's a weird-ass Coca-Cola sign. But then I thought it had to do with the lawyers and the fact that they didn't get, like, the Coca-Cola people. But they oh, were yeah. actually trying to use that to show that, that dude, this, is, this isn't the real world. So <laughs> it didn't dawn on me right away. I was like, yeah, I already, I already knew about Miles. So yeah. it... it already dawned on me but at the same time yeah he's a black tino and unfortunately with this current climate everybody thinks it's a social justice thing but it turns out he's a he's not a bad character um he's not what threw me off was every other spider person in the movie has some sort of tie with Bar, and he's just a random little dude in new york yeah. Um, did you did you notice the Comics Code Authority uh, stamped in the beginning? Yeah, I did actually. I thought that was pretty cool. That that annoyed the piss out of me because Marvel had gotten rid of the use of that useless uh, stamp in like uh, 2001, and oh. and this. Spider-Man wasn't created until 2011, so I don't even know why they put that stamp on there. It's a useless stamp, and uh, <laughs> it just annoys me because it's it was never anything significant. Back when they freaking made it, uh, some psychiatrist uh, made a book called uh, Seduction of the Innocent, uh-huh. and in that book said that if you know your children read comic books, then they're they're going to be juvenile delinquents. <laughs> so. So a couple of company guys got together and created this little self-censorship stamp to let everybody know that, hey, we're okay. But it was never really enforced. So oh. it, was, it was useless. I just thought it was like a cool throwback to like the old days or something like that. I didn't, I didn't really think that much about it. That's interesting, though. I didn't know any of that uh, background about how that stamp even got started or whatever. So it was like, like the two live crew. When Two Live Crew came out and they were like, fuck uh, Martinez, Martinez's wife eats pussy, fuck Tipper Gore, owed to Tipper Gore, and they put all those like warnings on it and something like that. Yeah, except it was self-imposed and, and 
Ugh. Not a warning. Just saying, hey, we're safe. I love the self-imposed. That, that's kind of like, I mean, that that's kind of where I'm getting annoyed with entertainment right now, um, where they're doing that kind of like, see, we're totally, you can trust us. We're we're we believe in diversity and we believe in all this, <laughs> and they'll like shoehorn characters in that make no sense. I I like yeah. it when it's organic. When it's organic, it's totally you know cool because. It's like Black Panther. If you made a Black Panther that was white, like a white South African, you would have riots in the streets, right? Well, yeah, but he's <laughs> he's not originally uh, black anyway as a character. It's like when they were uh, contemplating Danny Glover as the new Spider-Man. People were freaking out because Spider-Man's white. And I don't want to get political, but it, if you're going to do something different, just do something different. Don't take something that's got canon and is iconic and switch it up like that. Yeah, that's why I don't mind the alternate universes so much. But now we're getting back into the movie. And we're by the way, we're going to have spoilers because I really don't care. It, you know, we're going to have spoilers. <laughs> we're talking about a movie. I don't want to sit there and censor myself, especially not with uh, Emma Darwin, because we fly pretty crazy and creative and stuff like that. But Spider-Man dies. <laughs> yeah. The Spider-Man that is in Miles' universe, he dies like bad <laughs> early on <laughs> yeah. yeah i was thrown at first because this spider-man was blonde and i was like what the fuck yeah <laughs> blonde spider-man and he was like some of the things that he said were just a little bit off and again i was an idiot and i didn't realize that you know pdny well, wasn't because again i always think like a cynic like oh the nypd couldn't give them like the rights to use their you know like <laughs> Right. Uh, you know, emblem or whatever. So they had to go PDNY. That's stupid. That's like when you're reading a book or seeing a movie, and they they you know they don't call it Coca Cola. They call it Woca Cola. Whatever. It's some yeah. There there you go. Woca Cola. That's perfect. <laughs> but it's like yeah, we don't want to um you know uh, give them any free advertising, or we didn't get the rights to use it. So that's what I thought was going on. So when they killed Spider Man, I'm like, wait, did they just fucking kill Spider Man? And you know, I got I got mad at Dan Slotes. Dan Slotes, you know, what I'm talking about one of the comic writers of Spider Man. Yeah, it was like when I first got on Twitter, like maybe a couple years into Twitter, and I guess he killed Spider Man, and he got some rage, and I was one of them too. I'm like, fuck you! I don't know who the fuck you think you are. You don't get to kill Spider Man. Whoever the fuck gave you like like you know you think you think you have the right to fucking kill Spider Man? Like I was. Pissed. And I guess uh, Stan Lee actually tweeted out and he said, hey, thanks a lot for, um, you know, <laughs> taking care of my character or something like that. But then I found out and I still haven't read it or whatever because I was so pissed. But then I found out that it was like an alternate universe or some damn thing like female Thor. I don't know. There's always some kind of thing or when they made Captain America a Nazi or whatever. It's right. like I just don't even give a shit anymore. Like, uh, you know, we, we, at the Star Wars, at Faking Star Wars, we call it headcanon. Like, what's in your headcanon? Like, who gives a shit what, you know, writers and people like that, just because they're just people like us, and they come up with ideas, and they throw shit against the wall, and they're like, yeah, that sounds good, or whatever. But <laughs> Yeah, I stopped caring when they killed Superman, because they always come back. It's not like, oh my yeah. god, they're gone forever. Yeah, it's like we say around here, there's dead and then there's Arrow dead. Like, if you ever watch Arrow, it's like people, yep, yeah, she'll be back in five episodes. Oh, there she is again, you know? So, it's like, I don't get too worked up about it, but I'm, when I watched Spider-Man die, though, and I was watching it with Raphael, and I was like, oh, shit, they just killed Spider-Man. And it's Kingpin, and, you know, 
Yeah, um, it was done well. It threw me off because I, I didn't read yeah. the Miles Morales series, but uh, apparently he dies in there, I think. Um, but yeah, it was brutal, quick, like sudden, and you're like, oh. Yeah, like when Watt dies, right? Like leaf on the wind. <laughs> you're just like, oh, shit, that happened. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so Miles witnesses that because I can't remember what he was doing. Did he get bit yet at that point? Yeah, he was already bit. Um, what makes he sense? was running back to that graffiti room his uncle brought him to, to to find out what was going on with either that spider or clear his head, I forget. Yeah. But that's when he... Um, Meets. Yeah, that's when he meets Spider-Man because he's in the middle of a fight with Scorpion and the wall he was looking at got busted in. Yes. Well, Green Goblin, that... And, I, and and that was what stood out to me is um, yeah, when you watch the, the when you watch the the series when you watch the Miles Morales series one um, the Green Goblin is like that he's like this freaking monster beast and I was like whoa wow it was really cool and I was glad to see that in in the movie um, like the portrayal of the, the right. big scary Green Goblin because but again that should have been a clue that this isn't real but because I knew I was watching a movie that was made in today's day and age, there's like, there there are no more rules anymore, right? So it, the whole alter, alternate universe thing didn't didn't really matter to me. So everything I was watching, I was taking as happening in, in our universe. Even though, well, but once I figured out that it wasn't, I was like, okay. I wasn't mad either way, because again, it's just a story. I don't get worked up about shit like that. I just think it's annoying, you know, <laughs> when they when they mess with like things that are like, ugh, just stop messing with things. But yeah, my I like Miles. I I again, I liked him in the series. I thought he was cool in the series and everything like that. I think he did he did a pretty good job given what he was given to work with. Like his he's his parents are both alive. They both care about him, and they you know his dad is like this really straight laced um, cop. And then his uncle is like got a little bit more um, on the edge. Itch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you notice that his dad doesn't share his last name? I did, of course. I noticed that. <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> was yeah. it hyphenated? I hate that. Ugh. No, no. What happened was he's really his dad, but I guess when he was younger, he didn't want the responsibility of a child. And so he left, so Miles ended up taking his mom's last name, and then they got back together, and that's where we're at in the story. Oh, okay. So you know all about that. So how do you find? How did you find out about that? Um, I actually looked it up after I watched the movie, because I was like, why is his name different? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured it was a progressive thing, like, you know, whatever. But that that's a good point, yeah. And I guess his dad did have some kind of backstory that, they were that they left open on purpose and then when you find out about his uncle everything kind of you know probably makes a little bit more sense too right kind of saw the uncle thing coming not probably right away but it yeah i didn't i didn't see it right away either i was surprised because usually i get that stuff yeah yeah so i really liked gwen stacy yeah, uh, Spider Gwen. <laughs> yeah, right. and I did so not realize that was her at first at all. Well, I didn't either when they introduced um, themselves in the, at the school. Yeah. Um, she was weird about her name, though. I, I didn't understand that. It seemed kind of unnecessary. She I thought she was going to be um, Kingpin's daughter. 
that's why I thought she was cagey about her name because she was like, uh, yeah, what's his name? Fisk. Yeah, I thought she was a Fisk. So I was like, yeah, she probably doesn't want to be associated with, you know, a mob boss for her dad. So that's who I was thinking she was. And then when they reveal that, I was like, oh, that's so much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty cool how they did that. Um, yeah, I like. Yeah, it confused me at first until, you know, they revealed that she not only jumped dimensions, but she jumped the time. Like, she she got there two weeks before everybody else, I guess. Yes. So she was establishing kind of what was going on and trying to figure out um, – how to put things back together or whatever. Um, so yeah, I liked all the stuff when he was cool. I liked like how I liked how he was awkward and um, the art. Everybody talks about how this is like basically a work of art. You know, you keep hearing that. Uh, oh yeah, I I love the visuals. I mean the yeah. the animation was good, but I liked the insert of the comic panels and the sound effects and the two D animation mixed in with the three D. It was great. Yeah, I know it's funny because uh, M. Darwin always tells me, like, we've worked on some stuff together. We collaborated on stuff, some stuff together when we were in high school and different things and stuff. And uh, he always says when he reads a book, he sees a comic book in his mind. Like, so, like, when you're reading anything, you, you're yeah, seeing like those panels and stuff. Like, you're seeing paneling and, the you know, the transitions and stuff like that. So, it's interesting. So, this movie definitely played into that. Kind of like Sin City. Yeah. It had a similar um, theory on, on the visuals. Yeah, everybody's The only going, thing yeah. I had a problem with, though, was the word balloons. Because being a letterer myself, I didn't <laughs> like how they looked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, I I did. That's a good thing you mentioned the the word balloon thing. Was he supposed to be seeing those? Yeah, I didn't understand that either. Because at one point he says something, and he looks like he's looking at the words. Yes, and and that threw me off too. And it's weird that they did all the it, the narrative captions or whatever only in the beginning. I didn't see it anywhere else in the movie. It was like, hey, we're going to go with this visual style. And then halfway through, they were just like, fuck it. Yeah. It was like they weren't consistent. I thought, yeah. I thought, maybe, you know, if I watched it again, I might have seen where they, uh, what do you call it? Where they accounted for that or whatever. But I don't know. It just kind of seemed like, oh, he can see word bubbles and shit. And then he just never mentioned it again. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a pig running around. Fucking... It's like, well, we can't change <laughs> so... the beginning because that's too much money and effort. So we'll just <laughs> omit it from here on out. We won't we'll pretend it didn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did, you got to see the one with the Stan Lee um, cameo, yeah. right? Did you see where they had put like the RIP or whatever to Stan? So you could tell oh, they, no, had, that. they added something. Um, you could tell they had added something to it after he passed because. There was a there was an obvious tribute to him when he's in it because he's in the comic book store and everything like that. But the beginning of the movie, there's like a graffiti mark on a wall. Oh hell, I didn't even notice that. I'm yeah, to... yeah. Oh, I, I I don't think it said R.I.P., but it said it said something like "We miss you" or something like that. There was something where I was like, "Oh, they must have had they just had to have had that like very recently." I could be imagining it, but I'm pretty sure. That was what I saw. So now, going back to Gwen. Yeah. 
being who she was and seeing him do what he was doing mm-hmm. and walking on a wall for Christ's sake, why didn't she approach him and say, hey, we're the same? Because <laughs> That's a good point. Movie, it was like she was confused. Yeah, they even kept saying that you're the same as me or we're the same. And that kind of annoyed me because they would show like the Spidey sense lines right. going off. And I'm like, wait, so the Spidey sense, that was how they were determining <laughs> yeah. that they were the same. <laughs> they could see each other's Spidey sense. Yeah, they could see the lines, <laughs> the, 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 you know, the, the lightning lines. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can see. That, by the way, that'd be really annoying if like in real yeah. life you, every thought especially you ever had you and i would already be in prison just from the sort of <laughs> every time we go to the mall uh yeah you come with us you're going to prison just for even having just that thought just that's out there now so yeah you gotta go to jail it's like all right so yeah it's a good thing that we don't have that um so what else what else what else um so you had uh, some actors in this. You had uh, Shamik Moore was Miles Morales. Jake Johnson was Peter Parker. I'm not really familiar with him. Haley Stein, uh, Steinfeld was Spider Gwen. Yeah. Mahar. Don't, don't forget oh, Nick man. Cage. Yeah, Nicholas Cage, not Superman. Oddly enough. No. <laughs> I like the noir Spider Man though. He, he he did well. Oh, he 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 totally uh, owned that role. Definitely. And Noir, uh, Noir Spider-Man was my favorite with the um, uh, in in the series. You really should watch the series because they do, they they do credit to all the different Spider-Men. Like, yeah, I like, see that. Like, like he's I, got his own. Episode. I didn't know where the manga Spider-Man came from. I'm like, where the hell did this come from? I've never seen it before in my life. Oh, but I liked her a lot. She was so that thing was cool as hell, man. Like yeah. I, I like if I was gonna read any of these comics i would probably read the noir one and the anime one just because it's so out there it might be interesting <laughs> yeah I, I would check them out too i didn't even know they existed trust yeah. me when when i saw them on the screen i'm like who the fuck is these are these yeah and she had like a connect she had a spider that like lived in the yeah that the mega suit the bot or something yeah so that was gonna using the robot. Now, did you see the Doc Ock reveal coming? I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, and it didn't bother me that it was a woman. No, I didn't care. Yeah, it, but uh, it I thought it was cool. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, shit!" I, I thought she was a little bit more sadistic or aggressive than the normal Doc Ock. What's that? I thought she was more like sadistic or aggressive than the the original Doc Ock. Yes, she definitely had like a, a motive of just like evil for the sake of evil almost. <laughs> Whereas Doc Ock has, you know, his whole backstory with he's trying to whatever. Yeah, well, she's explained to him, oh, yeah, in, in a few days you're going to be dead and I'm going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And it almost threw me off that he could stick to walls even in his high tops. Like the suspension of the disbelief wasn't there entirely. I was like, hmm, should have been in his socks or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. I didn't think about that. And I actually like Liv Schreiber as uh, Kingpin. Uh, and they make Kingpin a uh, sympathetic villain, and I like that. 
Because it's yes. not like he was just being a dick to be a dick. He had a reason and a purpose. Yes, and exactly. I mean, he is a bad guy. Like, everybody knows he's a bad guy. And I like the fact that, um, he, you know, his actions are what caused his family to die. But he doesn't even, like, take uh, responsibility or accountability for that because he is a bad guy. But, yeah. like you said, he is sympathetic in the fact that he's trying to do this to bring his his you know loved ones back and it's kind of like if you've ever lost anybody really close to you you'd get it you're like yep yeah i'd probably destroy an entire universe too <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck yeah it. he's not he's not too unlike thanos yeah. right he's got he's got a purpose and you know a goal that he's gonna accomplish no matter what yes and he's kingpin so it's kind of like nobody's gonna stop him without and he's the only fight. one that had actual bullets what's that He's the only one that had actual bullets. Everybody else had like a pew pew laser gun. <laughs> but him, when he shot, it was bang, and you died. Yeah, there you go. It's a good point. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, but you cheated. You watched it twice. I only watched it once a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So you no, it's Disney fresh. In the final battle, the, the henchmen that were on that scaffolding shooting, it was either they had live rounds with tracers or it was just pew pew lasers. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the, like, like whenever you watch the Ninja Turtles and stuff like that, and they always have like futuristic looking weapons, and even though it's like in modern times, and I don't know, it's just kind of weird. It's like I are think people it's afraid of, to draw effect. bullet hits or something? Was that? I think it's just for a visual effect because if you shoot a gun in a cartoon, you don't see the bullet, so it'd be just like bang bang, and you don't know what's going on. But with the the lasers, you see the direction and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why they do that. It's a lot easier visually to to convey what's going on and everything. Oh, you see that in comics all the time though, with the like the line. It looks like a tracer every yeah. single time. It's like, yeah. Tracers are expensive, man. You don't want to waste them. <laughs> Not to miss. No, exactly. Yeah, hit somebody for once. Now, now, talk about the bad guys in this. We talked about Doc Ock. How it was a how it was a woman, a woman scientist. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit. But uh, yeah, so they um, they had Kingpin like we talked about. There was a Green Goblin, but sadly, if I was gonna complain about anything, that would be the main complaint that you barely see him after you see him at first, and then he I think he gets sucked into another universe or something like that. I don't remember, but he's he's way underused. But I guess they were trying not to run into the trap of uh, Spider-Man 3 where they had like so many friggin' villains that you were just like, what? Venom's in this or something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they had like three different storylines and they tried to tie them all together unsuccessfully. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, speaking of Spider-Man 3, did you notice the reference to the evil Parker dance in the beginning? Yes, I thought it was pretty <laughs> funny because I was like, I laughed happen. really hard. <laughs> yeah, the screening I went to, the the, the I went to see it with Raphael and... Uh, it had been out for a while and there was like maybe four people in there. So we were having a good time. There was some, uh, there was a kid behind us though. That was like really getting upset. Um, when Spider-Man died, <laughs> <laughs> I just grabbed, I just grabbed Raphael's knee kind of like, it's all right. Like, uh, something's going to happen. Don't worry. They didn't just kill Spider-Man. <laughs> but yeah, I remember when, when Superman died and Batman versus Superman after he died, he just looked at me and said, he's not even dead anyway. And he hated <laughs> Superman after that. 
and yeah. I was like, wow, man. I don't know. He's not like a dark kid or anything like that. Like he doesn't get like broody and stuff like that. But there are certain things that just annoy him. And Superman annoyed the crap out of him until I finally made him watch the Christopher Reeve, the Superman movie the, from 1978. And yeah, after yeah. we you watched, like those? Yeah, after we well, we yeah, I decided to watch the first one. Um, but he's like, yeah, I like Superman again. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> 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 Nothing against Henry Cavill or anything like that. It's just the. You know, it, he's always so impervious. You and, mean the stalker Superman? Yeah, then there's Brian Singer Superman. <laughs> <laughs> In hindsight, people should have really taken some of the clues out of that. Or, you know, he was telling us something maybe Brian Singer was. I'm not a good person. I made <laughs> Superman. You ta- Yeah, you put that in your review. I remember on Irate Films, you put that. IrateFilms.com, if you want to check it out. It's the precursor to FilmGratch.com. You're listening to this podcast. Good luck finding our it. history. What's that? Good luck finding the review. Our search was horrible on that thing. Yeah, it was pretty pretty terrible. It was terrible. I mean, it was our first, you know, and we stole it from somebody. Well, we didn't steal it. We acquired it through attrition. You acquired. Yeah. Well, I I bought him every day for three months after he because one of my friends or one of our friends, Max, he actually started IRateFilms.com. And um, he was running it with one of his other friends who worked at Blockbuster, actually. And so his friend at Blockbuster would write some reviews for any new movies that were coming out. And they were usually pretty short, like maybe three paragraphs long and concise and artsy-fartsy and that kind of thing. And um, Max, uh, I guess his buddy left or whatever. And then um, Max ended up going to NYU. And while he was in school, he just couldn't keep up with it. And, you know, after a couple of weeks... I asked him, and I had written for him as well um, at that point, but I had asked him, you know, what are you doing with your site? And he said, nothing. And I just told him I'd help him run it, and then it got to the point where I was running it all the time, and and Darwin and everything was helping me, and I had a lot of people that were writing for us and stuff. And we just wanted to have something that was a little bit more us, so that's when we came up with Film Grouch. So, but anyway, that's a weird backstory to get into. But, um... It is a lot better, though, I think, to navigate things. But you can find your review. It's out there. It's definitely out there. So I was talking about, like, likes and dislikes and, you know, favorite characters, favorite moments, that kind of thing. So what did you like about this movie? Uh, Then the visuals. I like the story. Um, It drew me in. The... My favorite Parker, though, was the normal Parker with the weird beer belly. Well, the dad bod and the sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> I loved his attitude. He was just like, I'm giving up. I'm no longer with Mary Jane, so screw it. Yeah, that was a good point. They did have that as like his whole like motivation and why he had no motivation pretty right. much was because Mary Jane was out of his life. And you get it. If you you know, you know all about Mary Jane and everything, you're like, Yeah. Hey Tiger. You know, go out and fight crime. And like she knows, like she's one of the few people that actually gets him and knows everything about him and stuff. So it's like to not have that rock in his life, to have that solid person in his life that he that he can be a part of her life. That that had to be terrible. So it was funny how he was like wearing sweats and again with the gut and just kind of giving up and stuff. But I also kind of thought they were trying to make a statement maybe about how our spider-man is kind of like played out or whatever 
But if you want to think about it, that's Tom Holland, right? <laughs> yeah. If you want to think about it, like in the universe, he's old Tom Holland. So enjoy that visual, ladies. <laughs> yeah, I think why I liked him the most was he he went more on on the hero's journey than than Miles did. Mm-hmm. Miles just trying to figure out stuff. He wasn't like going through a change like the original spider-man you see he comes in he's apathetic he doesn't care life sucks and then by the end of the movies he's he's reinvigorated reinvigorated jesus i can't say the word reinvigorated (laughs) (laughs) jesus that's all right yeah so he he's the character that went through the most change and i'm i'm drawn to that when characters go through a significant change like that yeah, you've always been like that. You like you like people that like suffer and grow and all that good stuff. So I mean, that, that's interesting. That's interesting in the story. So like, okay, so did that, that? That's something that I I kind of thought was weak about Miles. Does he really like? What's the right word for it? I guess he grows when the thing with his uncle happens. That's what really makes him grow up. Well, that was his Uncle Ben moment, but it doesn't really change him because like the whole movie he's struggling to to find uh, a grasp on his powers you know and then finally when that change clicks that's great but for me that's not a significant enough journey i agree yeah i agree that that was kind of my biggest beef with the movie is i just kind of felt like i was just watching somebody kind of be a teenager and you know but it'd be kind of like if you and i all of a sudden got into the gym and just got like really, really buff and were able to like do things that we weren't able to do before, uh, like lift shit and stuff. Look, I can lift this now. That's cool. But did I really grow as a character? Like, cause a lot of the stuff that happens with, uh, Peter Parker is because of his loss with his parents. And even when they brought in the, uh, the other version of where his parents were maybe kind of still alive or whatever and spies or whatever the hell, um, he, you know, they were not a part of his life. And then he had Uncle Ben and Aunt May, but then Uncle Ben dies. And that that's a big defining moment of who he is. So what's the big defining moment for Miles is that his uncle. No, I can't remember. Does he kill his uncle? No, his uncle Kingpin dies. Did. Kingpin kills him. Yeah, because he wouldn't kill Miles. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. See, that's another thing. It's not. Yeah. It didn't have as much significance as Uncle Ben. Yeah, I agree. You know he was close to the uncle, but they didn't develop that too much. Uh, they developed it enough, I think, but uh, not enough for me to go, oh, no. Yeah, he was kind of a jerk. And and I, I told Raphael at the end, like, he was about to kill him until he found out it was his nephew. Don't forget right. that. Right. <laughs> he didn't care that it was some scrawny kid. Yeah, how many other kids? In other words, how many other kids has he killed? How many other people has he put in the ground for Kingpin? Yeah, you wonder. Without any qualms at all. Although I think if you're working for Kingpin, why aren't you living in a better place? I thought that <laughs> was a good place. In, what are you nuts? It was it, it, in New York? It looked. No, no, no. Like his uh, apartment. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't he in a better apartment? It seemed like he was still in the skids or something. Well, he's a soldier. He's not, you know, he's not like high up on the echelon. He's just a paid thug for the kingpin. He just happens to have a... If I work for the kingpin and I have a costume so I'm special, like that, I'm getting a nice apartment. (laughs) 
but you're gonna spend all your money on your your, your kick-ass <laughs> suit and your little tights and everything kingpin's yeah, gonna be like look i'm not giving you a costume budget spa bath and and chill <laughs> i thought he had a nice apartment man that's kind of funny <laughs> uh, i don't know so, so what did you like what did i like i loved gwen loved her thought she was awesome like the like i said the whole time i didn't realize that's who she was i thought she was gonna be a fisk and i was just waiting for that reveal i'm like oh yeah she's gonna be a fisk and then she wasn't and then you find out that she's actually spider gwen and i was like oh that's cool because i've never followed any of the spider gwen stuff i don't know anything about her i always just thought it was kind of one of those you know well we need a girl spider-man so we'll just make spider gwen there is a spider woman by the way well, I think that's what she is now. The I just Spider call Woman? her Spider Gwen, yeah. Well, because it's Gwen. Everybody knows Gwen Stacy. Right. But I I just thought I thought I liked like how her character was. I liked her motivations and stuff like that. I liked that if you watch the very end of the movie, she definitely doesn't just completely fade away like the other ones do. Right. She has more of a um and, a lasting presence, I guess you would say. Then, um, yeah, I, the I think ones. it would have been cool if she stayed in the universe and uh, worked with Miles. That would have been a cool series. Yeah, but I think they were having a hard time like figuring out. Well, how would she be the only one to get to stay when all the other ones kind of had to zap back to their other universe? Otherwise, there would be a disruption. And yeah, <laughs> they shot themselves on the foot with that plot line. Didn't they have an after scene credit with her or something like that? Though I kind of remember something where they, oh, they intimated that uh, if that's the right word. They they hinted that it was possible that they sh- could still communicate, right? She could uh, still I talk to that. him. No, no, I, I think I didn't see that. Yeah, it might have been an after the credits. Um, they showed a thing where God, I hope I'm right because I could be just completely making this up out of my mind because that's what I wanted to happen. Um, but I could have sworn they had something like where you can always reach out to me when you need to, something to that effect. Like even though they're different universes, there's not there's nothing saying they can't communicate, as long as they aren't like in the same you know universe messing things up, uh, with the time space continuum or whatever. Um, what I didn't like, I, I think I told you what I did like. I I liked a lot of the different parts of the movie. I liked the story and everything. Um, and I really like Gwen, uh, Gwen Stacy. Um, what I didn't like was Aunt May. Yeah, I thought she was really glib and matter of fact, and just kind of like, yeah, everybody knows you're Spider Man, and yeah, I, this is I like what you're that supposed to her. do. She, was, she wasn't clueless. She like yeah, knew what was going on, and she was okay with it. Yeah, I, I didn't mind that she. Okay, there's there's being okay with it, and then there's being like the weapons, like being Splinter. You know what I mean? She was like the Splinter <laughs> of Spider Man, and I was just. Oh like, yeah, here's the secret base. Yeah. Morning, guys. Make yeah, yourselves at home. I mean, it was again. It was different. They took a risk. Some people are gonna like that. Some people aren't. I like Lily Tomlin and everything. Um, it's just I was, I like hot Aunt May, obviously. Well, that's that was the problem. <laughs> it was Lily Tomlin. It had her personality. Yeah. Aunt May had her personality. Yeah. I mean, Marissa Tomei over Lily Tomlin. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna kick her out of the big chair and go with Marissa Tomei every every day. So. Uh, I don't blame you. Hot, hot Aunt May. <laughs> Hot Aunt May. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, um, yeah, but again, yeah, go ahead. That would be like an ALF instead of a MILF. An ALF? What's an ALF? And I'd like to. Oh, yeah. ALF? ALF? I don't know. Use an ALF. Well, you live in Tennessee now, so you got some elves around here. <laughs> I get accents coming. God, I hope you don't get an accent. That would drive me nuts. Um, anyway, me nuts anyway um, <laughs> so anything you didn't like besides May? Um, I, I didn't like that Green Goblin didn't speak. He was just like this mindless beast. Yeah, that he wasn't. Um, uh, he calls him though by his name. He doesn't call him Green Goblin. Uh, he called him. Uh, help me out. Osborne. Osborne. Yeah, he's like, hey Harry, you know, calm down yeah. or whatever. So I think it was kind of like a Hulk situation where once he becomes the Goblin, he can't really talk. It's just like a beast. Probably. Well, well, they didn't get back into it. Well, they didn't get into it. That would be a good fight. The Hulk versus that Green Goblin. That'd be a good fight right there. Definitely. No, I liked. I, I liked. I said I liked a lot about it. Um, Peter Parker, I was really worried. I'm like, oh man, how are they going to do that, and not make this movie really stupid? stupid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing when I saw him. I was like, oh boy, this movie just went to shit. <laughs> <laughs> but again, if you watch the series and you watch again, they gave each they gave each character their own like thirty minute intro. Uh, yeah their own 30 minute show or whatever. And then they tied them all together at the end. So they were like kind of, you know, developing that there's all these different universes with all the different Spider-Men and then they get, you know, combined or whatever. But the Peter Porker one, he's got like his whole universe. They're all little animated pigs and animals and shit. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. Like if you watch, I, I never, them, huh? I never uh, got into the series when they was a comic book back in the, I think eighties or nineties. Peter Porker? Yeah, he had an actual comic book for a while. Oh, man. He was yeah. called Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham, yeah. Spider-Pig does whatever a spider-pig does, right? <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, I liked I liked that they didn't mess that up because I was like, oh, man, they're going to... It's going to be stupid. But they, they used him just enough to where it wasn't annoying, but it was yeah. getting close. It was right on the they cusp. Used them correctly. Huh? They utilized them correctly. Yes. Yeah. And I really like the anime, um, the the chick. I can't think of her name now. Um Penny. Penny, yeah, it was Penny. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I just thought about that. Like Penny and Brain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she didn't have much of a role in it either. I wonder if they just didn't didn't think of it and couldn't fit her in. I think, and, and you and I have talked about this with regards to writing um, stories about a lot of characters. Um, you get muddy yeah. if you have too many things going on with too many characters, which yeah, is why it's I think it's distract sometimes. Yeah, it's it's really hard to 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 focus. So I think they did a good job keeping Miles as the as the main focus, definitely. Yeah. Um, and Peter Parker wasn't like a complete just goofball afterthought buffoon they actually had an interest like you said with the whole um mary jane thing they they tied that in pretty well so and he got some resolution and all that good stuff but um with miles though i'd really like to see what happens with miles like yeah i wouldn't mind if they did a 
did a second or third version. Yeah. Where it's just his it's just his universe now. Right. Like maybe he gets to, you know, sex sexed with uh Gwen Stacy in the other universe or whatever, <laughs> but that's that's about the the, the the furthest it's gonna go, right? Yeah, I think if you're in another dimension universe, it's called safe sexting. Safe sexting, that's funny. Because nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like there's long distance relationships and then there's like <laughs> holy shit. Uh yeah, so anyway. Um but yeah, I think that they have definitely opened it up now to where they can have him have his own movies. And it's great when you have voice actors because if somebody pisses you off, you just recast the son of a bitch. That's true. <laughs> so somebody wants somebody wants more money or whatever. It's like, hey, Lee of uh, Kingpin. Yeah, he's you did a great job. But we also got Vincent D'Onofrio over there in the wing, you know? It's like, he's also Kingpin, so... <laughs> Stuff I'm like surprised that. they haven't come out or with a version of Kingpin that's a female yet. Like this big, fat bra that's just oh. like evil as fuck. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see that, man. That'd no. be awesome. No, yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to see that giant. And keep Liv Shriver's penis. voice. What's that? And keep Liv Shriver's voice. <laughs> uh, that would be interesting. Oh, queen pen. Queen pen. No, I like that. Queen pen. Yeah. I could see that. But not, not I don't want her to be a giant, big, <laughs> meathead-looking lady. Now, if they made her, like, hot-ass chick, that, that yeah, I Yeah, but buy. then, you know, you're just glorifying the female body then. Come on now. Hey, there's nothing wrong <laughs> with the female body, my friend. That is the no, problem. Just... People need to just be like, there's a reason that women... Are you know they're awesome? What are you, what are you gonna do? But yeah, I don't want to see a female kingpin. Why don't you just put a wig on kingpin if you want and let Liam <laughs> Schreiber do that or whatever? But yeah, no, I, I I'm into um Ray Donovan on Showtime. I've watched every single episode of that. I don't know if you watched yeah, that. Yeah, I at watched all. the first and second season. I like it. Yeah, when it first started out, I was like, "What am I watching?" And it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it goes, it gets all over the place by the you know the last season that they just had, but it it stays true to its core too. So I like that. But yeah, I've always liked him. He's he's one of my favorite actors actually. He was in that movie Jacob the Liar, where oh dude, Jesus, that's an old movie. Yeah, with Robin Williams. Yeah, man, that is like. Holy. Really sad movie, man. <laughs> that was one of the first things I saw him in, and I was like, I've liked him ever since that. So when I found out he was the voice of Kingpin, I was excited about that for sure. But then he killed Spider Man, so I was like, you dick. I kind of want to know more about that Spider Man too, the one before Miles, yeah, like yeah. Uh, the blonde Spider Man, like Surfer Dude Spider Man. Hey guys, <laughs> hey, what's up, <laughs> Spider Man? <laughs> so they they have that's the cool thing they they have a lot of different things they can do with within the spider verse. So, I mean, but I really, I really would like to find out more about miles, like what happens with him, like when he becomes an adult and you know, who, who is his Mary Jane ultimately, and what's going to define who he is more than right. the stuff that happened with his uncle, because there's gotta be more than that. Like his dad, his dad's a great guy. He's just this, yeah great guy he's a cop and everything and he's like by the book and uh the scene where he's dropping him off at school at the beginning is pretty funny um <laughs> say i love you 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But and I think that was great. They, and I don't understand why their relationship is strained because it, it's not like anybody really did anything. But I think um, just because Miles hasn't called him, he was getting a little despondent. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, 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 I forgot about that, actually. Yeah, yeah there's I, just I, no real conflict to make you feel for them. Yeah, it's just a misunderstanding, actually. Exactly. And I always get annoyed when there's a very simple misunderstanding that gets so blown out of proportion that it, it causes major tension. Like, what was the movie we just watched? Uh, Ant-Man 2. Did you watch the Ant-Man 2? Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yes. The whole movie could have been avoided with one phone call. <laughs> it was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, wait, you guys are trying to kill it? Just like Spider-Man, uh, the, you know... Uh, Batman versus Spider-Man. No, Batman versus Superman, sorry. Um, yeah, just like did not watch that. I saw an interview with uh, Ben Affleck, and I, was it Cahill or Cahill? Yeah, Cahill. Yeah, so and in that interview, the whole time, Ben's looking like sad and ashamed he did this movie. <laughs> and then when they finally ask him a question, he's like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I so you haven't seen it, through, you said? I was like, ooh, I'm not watching that movie. So you haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's one of those movies you have to watch just so you get the jokes. Because people <laughs> make fun of that movie mercilessly. And they deserve it. They yeah, deserve it. I heard it, it was horrible too, so it doesn't bother me. Yeah. It's not that it's horrible. It's just that the story just is garbage. I mean... No, they if they wanted a good Batman versus superhero story, they should have adapted Frank Miller's. Uh, what the hell is that? I have the I have the um, graphic novel series. Yeah, I have the graphic novel. It it basically Batman comes up with like super suit to to help him beat Ken. He's got he's got some kryptonite on him. The Dark Knight Returns, I think that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. That was that would have been a great movie. It takes place in like a future timeline with Batman and a new Robin. Hmm. Yeah. It, next time I see I love that you read it. It's a great series. That's cool. So let's talk about super uh, uh, superhero movies. Are we right. are we seeing the end of them at any time in our lifetime, or do you think they're just going to keep pumping out more and more? Um, they'll keep pumping them out, but if they keep getting crabbier and crabbier, it'll it'll die because some yeah. of these movies were just horrible. Well, I remember you and I saw the first Spider Man when he came with out. Tobey Maguire. Yeah, with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, and... I liked it, and I thought he was a great Peter Parker. But I actually like the newest Spider-Man best. You like Tom Holland? Yeah. That's the skinny kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he definitely like feels more like Spider-Man than Andrew Garfield. And I, I felt bad because I interviewed Andrew Garfield and uh, Emma Stone when they did uh, the new one. The one with, with <laughs> the Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Yeah, and... I didn't like Garfield Spider-Man because he was kind of a dick. Yeah, and it's funny because, you know, George, our buddy George, he nailed it. And I couldn't figure out, I couldn't put my finger on why I didn't, like, it just something wasn't clicking. And he just flat out, you know, George is like that. Yeah. He's, just, he's not funny. 
And I no, was he's, like, he's funny in his bluntness. I'm like, no, I no, yeah, George, yeah, but that's what he was saying about Andrew Garfield. Is like, he's not funny, like he's not. And I no. was like, shit, you're right. <laughs> I didn't think about that. You're right. He's not funny. And Spider Man is hilarious. When you read Spider Man comics, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's always joking and quipping. Yeah, and that's one. That's of the why the newest he... one feels more like Spider Man to me. Yeah, because he gets into the bad guy's head and he messes up their game. Like their game is, I'm trying to kill this bug, Spider Man, and he keeps flying around like a little gnat and bugging me with his little one liners and quips and oh, oh, you almost got me. Oh, you can do better next time. You know, like like he's always like that. Even to the, the very end in a lot of the comics where you think he's like gonna die. He'll even make a joke like, well, shit, I thought, you know, I thought I was better. I guess I'm not, you know, something, just something like that. But yeah, Tom Holland is good. I, I do like Tom Holland. The thing I don't like with Tom Holland's Spider-Man is that he's so freaking young. And then he's always like, okay, Mr. Okay, Mr. Stark. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, well, Roger that. We'll go take care of the bad guys. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, calm down. I like that. Uh, you like that? No. Yeah, I like that about him. He's he's still young and he's showing respect. This is like his early days. He doesn't get a little jaded and all that. But that he's really never a cynic, if you think about it. That's one of the things about Spider-Man. He never really... He's not like Peter Pan or anything like that. Like, he grows up or whatever. But right. he never really gets that hard edge. No, and he's got true. the suit on. He doesn't on. do that. What's that? That's, that's true. But, I mean, the current spider-man wouldn't be like yes sir mr stark yeah which current when you say current spider-man who is that? <laughs> there's so many <laughs> spider-men there's all these spider people i mean the <laughs> the normal one in the comic books yeah yeah i hadn't read you know i hadn't read a comic OG. i hadn't read a comic in forever and i went to tate's and i was like i'm just gonna pick up a spider-man so i just picked up a random spider-man and he's fighting this guy, and the guy is dipping people in acid and killing them. And <laughs> Spider-Man's about to be dipped in acid. And I'm like, the fuck happened to Spider-Man? Why did it get so dark? Like, I don't remember it being... But he was still really funny in it. <laughs> I, I got to find that one. And then maybe I'll mention it in the like in the text here on the podcast or whatever. But it was... Switching uh... gears. I've been meaning to talk to you about, about uh, Infinity War. Oh, yeah. We haven't um... really talked about that at all. We could have a whole new podcast for that. I <laughs> hated the Hulk. Just so you know, I hated the Hulk. Oh, yeah, me too. Because that means that Hulk in this universe is just a bully. Because the moment he gets his ass beat, he's like, oh, I'm such a bitch now. Yeah. I th- They said that there's going to be more to it than that. Like, you're going to find out something in the next movie that why he didn't want to Hulk out is... um. There's a reason or whatever, but yeah, it really came across like, oh, look, I just kicked the shit out of me. I'm gonna hide behind a tree because <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. He got the shit out of him. Yeah, he didn't want to come out again. He was afraid he's gonna get his ass beat again. Uh, yeah, that, I think what, that wasn't my idea like that. Yeah, I think what they're trying but to I, say is that he was more like afraid that he would stay the Hulk because remember, um, he would uh, just stay pissed off, big, and his ass beat. Yeah, right. No, that. Banner would never come back because remember he said it was almost to the point where Banner didn't come back this last time. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, I think it, the movie and Thor was Ragnarok. Titled. And Thor Ragnarok, they talk about that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
No, but the movie was mistitled um, because I felt that this was Thanos' story. And the Avengers just the Avengers just happened to be in it. That's what I put in my review. I don't know if you read my review, but that's what I said. Thanos got himself a movie. Like, this is Thanos' movie all yeah. around. He's the hero in it. It he wins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from his perspective, he's the hero. Yes, and he wins. And he goes through him. all the opposition, does what he's got to do to get all the pieces of the puzzle, and then he finally completes it. And it wasn't easy. Well, I mean, certain scenes made it look like it was freaking easy, but yeah, he he goes through and he and he completes his goal, and then at the end, content. Yeah, he like goes lives on a farm. He's like, yeah, I've. Save the universe, and I'm gonna go like just chill on a farm now. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. No. So we, now we, the next yeah. movie is gonna be like, listen, farmer, we're gonna kick your ass for killing our friends. Pretty much. I mean, you know, destroying half the universe, like half the universe genocide, is you know, it's not exactly a heroic. <laughs> no. Stance, I, I guess you would say. Now. Yeah. Although eugenics is you know catching on again, I hear so. Oh boy! You know, stay tuned. Only um, if you're on the right, right. What's that? Only if you're leaning to the right, right. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, we could have a whole conversation about. We could do a whole another podcast about Infinity War for sure, because we haven't talked yeah. about that one yet. But I definitely yeah, want to do Spider Man because Spider Man is like you and me, man. That's like. You're the whole reason I even read Spider-Man. I mean, I read it, and I liked Spider-Man before. I actually watched the '70s series, like the one with the guy that looked like Tom um, Tom Hanks. All the live-action series. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, for real. In the late '70s, I was watching that shit. That was one of the like came on like after Dukes of Hazard and shit, and I, I think it lasted like maybe maybe a season. I don't even remember. It was, I don't think it lasted long. It was pretty unwatchable. And they had a Thor. There's like a Hindi one. Oh, I've seen. Yeah, I saw some of that online. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost better than the one that I watched, probably. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you know, everybody loves Spider-Man. That's the thing. Like, I don't know anybody that doesn't like Spider-Man. Yeah. You know? Like... Try to find me like try to find that that that's a challenge. If you don't like Spider Man, let us hear from you. Let us tell tell us why you don't like Spider Man. And keep in mind, there's now like thirty seven million Spider Men, so there's bound to be one that you like. Yeah, I mean, take that's your, true. Take your I've pick. always liked him better than Superman as flagship characters. Me too, because he's he's um again he's vulnerable. He doesn't have this. Oh, kryptonite. Oh, there's a... Oh, you're wearing a necklace. I can't fight you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was the problem with DC characters. Oh, no, you have the color yellow. (laughs) Yeah, don't get me started. (laughs) Green lantern and the color yellow. I... Yeah. Mm. (laughs) That's why I could never get into DC growing up. They just had stupid weaknesses. Yeah. Like, what's Spider-Man's weakness? That's a good Spider-Man's question. weakness is himself. Exactly. His guilt. Right. He's probably Catholic. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we know Aunt May is in the one scene when she's like, deliver us from evil, and uh, Willem Dafoe's like, finish it, when she's like doing a prayer. Right. That scene's really <laughs> creepy, by the way. 
Yeah, Defoe was creepy. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, DC's weaknesses. Oh yeah, weaknesses. So what? What's when you think about all the different Spider-Man? But let's just focus on like Miles. What's Miles's weakness now? Like at, at the end of the movie, what would you say Miles's weakness is? That's a excellent question because I don't. I mean, he's a kid, but that that comes with its own weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can shock the hell out of you. He can go invisible, and, and now he's got webs. So, I mean, he's he's pretty much a complete package. It's just experience is his weakness. Yeah, see, that's not... That's, that's not, not enough of weakness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's, not that's really why it needs another movie, so they can develop it more. Yeah. But, I mean, we we could probably pick on every character in Marvel and say that they don't have... Like, well, you know Tony's weakness. Tony's weakness is his arrogance. And uh, you got... The Hulk, the Hulk's weaknesses is inability to control his rage or whatever. Um, Black Widow's weakness is stairs. I don't know. <laughs> stairs. <laughs> She's always kicking. She kicks. <laughs> she kicks things. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> her weakness is that she's just a human. Right. Her weakness is that she doesn't really have any powers or anything cool. Like just like uh, Hawkeye. He's just a guy who shoots arrows and shit like that. But yeah, I guess when you think about it, a lot of characters don't really have like a defined weakness that, you know, or again, I don't know much about Hawkeye as far as his actual story or anything like that. I didn't read any Hawkeye, but um, yeah, well, maybe weakness is a, a bad term. It's yeah, their character traits. They have flaws, you know? Yeah. A good character needs to have flaws. Otherwise they're just boring. That's the thing that I think bothered my kid about Superman is that, yeah, you know, because Superman doesn't have any flaws. Hell, he can put on glasses and you can't tell who he is. <laughs> He's so perfect. <laughs> it's that yellow sun, man. He gets the, you know, the yellow sun gives him the, the power to blend in. I don't know. Yeah. But that, yeah, yeah, I think I'm... that's probably why he liked the 78 version because he gets to see him pretty vulnerable in that in a way that like is believable and like human and stuff. And he, he still hasn't even seen Spider- uh, Superman two yet, which, you know, is that with Richard Pryor? No, that's three. Three. Damn. Three oh, is damn. the one that, um, a lot of people are like, Oh, that one or four is the one that a lot of people say doesn't exist. Superman three is the one with Richard Pryor, which was funny because <laughs> it was when computers were really taken off and there was like this, Oh, computers are going to destroy everything. And, yeah. <laughs> and he makes like a super computer and, <laughs> Oh yeah, South Park made fun of that with the Trapper Keeper episode. Curious <laughs> about that, but no, Superman Two is the one with Zod. Oh, okay. I thought that Neil was three. before Zod. Yeah, the real Zod, not Michael Shannon. <laughs> Michael Shannon. Actually, I used to like Michael Shannon until he said he wanted all my people to die, and then I was like, oh, well, fuck you too, buddy. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah. So, you know, we grew up with the other General Zod, and he was just, you know, dramatic and goofy and funny and just kind of so over the top that it was weird. Again, that's the thing with comic book movies or superhero movies. They sometimes when they try to make it fit into our universe, it just gets stupid. It's like, just go with it. Just have fun with it. Just go crazy. Like, that's one thing with this movie. They didn't even try to make it, um, you know, believable within the confines of our 
universe. Like he can, like you said, he can go invisible. He can walk on the wall with sneakers, and it's like who cares? It's like whatever. We don't care. The the kingpin looks like he's the size of a fucking apartment. You know, he's a giant. Yeah. Like, how does he his get into cars? Head was the size of a pea. What's that? His head was the size of a pea. Yeah, to exactly. It's just freaking huge. Yeah. So I and that that's the thing with this movie. They were able to get away with a lot of cool stylistic shit where they're just like, we're just gonna make this really awesome movie that's artistic and stylishly cool and it's gonna blend in all these different Spider Men from all across the different universes and it's gonna be a fun time for people in the movies. I know one of one of my critic friends, he has seen this movie eight times. Jesus, really? Yeah. Like, obviously, the first time was free, but then he went seven more times with his diamond and was like, yep, I'm going to watch it. Um, and I was like, wow, dude, you might have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I get it. It's a good movie, but wow, dude. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, I, I like it enough that it's worth the rewatch a couple times. And uh, when the children get a hold of it, 24-hour repeat nonstop, I, I can stomach that. Yeah. At least for the first couple of days. Yeah. I'll definitely be buying this one for sure. I mean, it's definitely going to be on the K, you know, the high dollar one. Um, <laughs> because it's the, you know, the, it's worth it. Right. Some movies you get and you're like, yeah, I'll get it on a DVD. I don't care. I like the story. I don't need to worry about the special effects so much. But this one is heavy on the visuals and not so heavy on the story, I would say, except for Gwen Stacy. I like that story. But again, they didn't do too much with that. I would actually like to see a Gwen Stacy movie. I think maybe that's what if I'm listening to myself as I talk. It's kind of like, yeah, I'd like to see Miles Morales, but I'd really like to see a Gwen Stacy movie. Are you saying movie. you wouldn't uh, want a spider noir? I think done right, it could be good, but it's kind of dumb because he's like Spider-Man in the 40s and... Yeah, that, it's like black and white. It would be a period piece that the kids wouldn't get into. Yeah, I mean, you know me. World War Two is like my favorite of the from history. It's like the I think it defines a lot of stuff and anything like that. But they were really heavy on the I'm gonna go punch Nazis. I was like, yeah, I get it <laughs> over and over and over. It's like what else? Because in the in the um the series, he's like on a case. You know, he's like a detective. He's like, oh, I'm on a case. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a, a yeah, he's supposed to be like Philip Marlowe, you know, like uh, Humphrey Bogart. You know, he's supposed to be like a, a, a play on Humphrey Bogart. And there's like this interesting story and he has to like get to the bottom of like a mystery or something like that. But just going around punching Nazis all the time. It's like, yeah, I get it. I'm not impressed. Go to the war. Go to the yeah. fucking war and punch some Nazis. Otherwise, I'm not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it on the streets of Manhattan or what? It's like, yeah, it's great. Go put on a fucking uniform and pick up a rifle and go fight them over there. But being like a private eye, that's cool. So I would, I would, I would definitely like that. But again, if I like, okay, let's like say like only one of them could ever be made. If only one story could be made, only one character would get its own standalone. I would say Gwen Stacy for me out of those three. Yeah, I'd probably agree with you. Because I did like Gwen Stacy as well, but 
she didn't really have any significant story development. Right. Uh, that's what I liked is that I felt there was a lot of room that they could uh, like me. I was making up backstories in my mind because that's what I do when I see a character that I like that they don't really develop. I'm <laughs> like, oh, I'm like imagining like what her life is like in her universe. And I'd love to know more about her universe, her universe, ah, her <laughs> universe and stuff like that. Can't talk. Um, yeah. Although so. part of me would want to see the manga Spidey too, just because I like j Japanese anime. Yeah. No, but I again, that's like so out there, like 3,000 years or a 1,000 years in the future or something like that. So it's like it would be a completely different thing, I think. Yeah. No, but I was going to say, <laughs> I'm not surprised you like the Gwen Stacy movie idea, though, because you always pick you always make girl characters every time we play anything. When we used to play City Heroes, you never made a guy. <laughs> never. That is true. You made like 40, no, you made like 148 characters. Because I every time I would try to make a character to keep up with you, you would make a new damn character. <laughs> and you always had the kick, the, like the really kick-ass names. Yeah. That was a game. I miss that fucking game. Yeah, That's, this made game me, that, well. this made, this movie made me miss the shit out of City of Heroes and City of Villains. Like a lot. Yeah, I think that was probably my favorite. Event. Definitely. Yeah. I only played, I never really played Warcraft like that. And remember, you and I went to Best Buy. Totally not just going to Best Buy because we were bored. And we went to Best Buy. And I saw that game and I'm like, oh, this looks kind of cool. And the lady at the, you know, the cashier was just like, this game is addictive as hell. Your life is over. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Was and then true. we got, yeah, but then we got home and I got all pissed off because I'm like, what the fuck? I got to pay a monthly fee to play. Fuck that shit. And I was like, fine, I'll play. I'll pay for like three months. And if I hate it, because there was like a three month free thing or something like that. And I'm like, if I fucking hate it, I'll just stop playing it. And we played it for like until it ended, until City of Villains was like gone, until they shut down the universe. Yeah. It was gone. So, I mean, we're big. I'm wrapping it up now, but we're big um, into the superheroes because, again, we played, and I don't, did you ever play DC RPG? The DC universe? No, yeah. I played, I played it once and it did feel like City of Heroes because I think one of the designers went over there, but uh, it wasn't the same for me. No, I'm talking about like the role-playing game, but okay. Oh, the role-playing? Yeah. No. Because you and I always played Marvel. We always we played, played Marvel, Marvel RPG. Uh, I tell everybody, I grew up a Marvel zombie. Because I hated DC, I hated their characters, I hated their names, I hated their weaknesses. I didn't even get an interest in DC until later on. Yeah. I'm not surprised you haven't seen Batman versus Superman. Because <laughs> you're like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I I like the movies. Like I'd always watch the superhero movie. But mm -hmm. I'm telling you, when I saw that interview with Ben Affleck, I was like, that's a sign. I'm not watching this one. Yeah. No, you can definitely tell when an actor is behind a project and when they're just like going to the press junkets because they have to. Because that's in their contract. You know, you'll go right. to like 10 <laughs> junkets and meet Rick Swift and he'll ask you some stupid fucking question and you'll have to be like, yeah, mm hmm, okay, whatever. So, yeah. But yeah, so we played like, all played the, the Marvel RPG. Um, we played the city of heroes. We played city of villains. When city of villains came out, that was like a major big deal. So I, again, I don't really read comics all the time, but I do make some exceptions for Spider-Man and I don't think I would like read a miles Morales 
comic, but I would probably read a, a graphic novel because you know I, I like the I like the graphic novels where they're like a beginning, a middle, and an end. I always say that because it's like you read a comic and it just goes on and on and on and on. So, but I I do think that there's a lot of room for this movie to expand the universe, his universe, and other universes if they wanted to. But um, you have any final thoughts? Oh, one thing I wanted to ask you, um, hmm. when Miles was running through the hallways at school, did I remind you of anything? I feel like you're talking about personal? Yes. Um, Hallandale? <laughs> yeah, you never, you never finally running through, through the, the hallways halls. avoiding people? Yeah, I remember getting punched in the face one time just for having the wrong color skin. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. But he wasn't running for his life. He was running to get to like class, right? Yeah. Was like yeah, I day. do remember running to just not, yeah, to, to get away from anybody and not make contact with anybody or anything like that. Yeah. I did get punched one time, though. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, I do. I wasn't yeah. there, though. Yeah. Your other friend was. <laughs> yeah, he's not my friend anymore. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I I think there's always that, though. In every Spider-Man movie I've ever seen, I think there's a scene where he's running through the high school trying to get to class or whatever. Like, the, and, and then there's the one where he actually fights the lizard. I actually like that one. That was a decent one. That was the one with Andrew Garfield where he's fighting him in the class uh, in the high school. Yeah, I think that one, I think uh, Field Spider-Man was a traumatic experience for me because I can't remember that. Really? Yeah. I must have well, I'll give I'll give this to Garfield Spider-Man. He made his actual web fluid and the shooters and he was in the chemistry and he was a scientist and all this other stuff. The Tobey Maguire one, he could just magically shoot webs out of his wrists. Yeah, that was that was the bad part about that one, where he yeah. developed web shooters on his own. That was Raimi, right? What's Sam that? Ra Sam, Sam Raimi. Raimi? Yeah. yeah. Which is weird because I usually like this stuff. Yeah, he just he didn't even have web shooters. He just shot out of his wrists. And there was like the one uh, there was the one movie where all of a sudden he had like performance anxiety and he couldn't shoot his little <laughs> he couldn't get it up, you know, to shoot his little yeah. webs. And I was like, ah, oh, see, that's what's stupid about him. That and the cool thing in the comics is like if he fights, you know, Electro, then like which I thought was cool in the, the second Andrew Garfield Spider Man, where he used the battery to you know, um, siphon out the, the electric charge or whatever. So he does shit like that in the comics where he's like, oh, I'm fighting this guy. I need this type of web fluid and I need this type. And remember, he was always like adapting his shit. Maybe that's why Spider-Man so awesome because he's always adapting to the villain. Like he doesn't just, he's not a one act kind of fighter, you know? I mean, yeah, really, I he's just hard to hit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In Marvel, yeah. he was always hard to hit. You know, he was this amazing agility. Yeah, you can go back to the uh, one where he beat the shit out of Fire Lord's issue. <laughs> that issue was what made Spider-Man awesome for me because Fire Lord couldn't touch him. Here's this freaking um, Herald of Galactus, and Spider-Man's kicking his ass because he can't lay a finger on him. That's funny. Which one is that? You gotta tell. You send it to me when we're done with the podcast. Like, and yeah, maybe it's an old tag one. It. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, 
that's cool. So who will Miles be? Who will Miles be when he becomes a man? Who will knows? He be a perpetual teenager <clears throat> like you know the Simpsons where they never age. They've been thirty but years. If they keep it realistic, the spider shooters he gets from uh, the other universe, Peter Parker, will eventually run out of fluid, and he doesn't know how to make more. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he came off uh, intelligent in the movie, but you didn't really get a, a scope of what he knew. Like, Peter, you knew he was a scientist and a chemist and all this crap, and that's how he developed his fluids. Right. But they do run out on occasion, he has to refill them. Yeah, so, oh, I thought you meant, like, in the universe, there weren't going to give you, like, he was done forever. <laughs> oh, you mean, like, yeah, he's, like, he runs out. Yeah, that's always a yeah. theme in the comics too because that's a good device so that the character isn't so powerful that he can always like oh he'll just use his web to get away well he can't use his web to get away because he's out of his web fluid which i think right. was you know smart and he gave miles his shooters so eventually they're gonna run out of fluid oh that's what you're saying oh yeah so he's gonna have to figure out on his own how to do that right uh I'm sure he gave him the formula. Like, here's the formula, kid. But, yeah, <laughs> Maybe. that's a good point. That's a good point. And think about that. Now, he needs to be his own guy. You know, let Miles be Miles and let Peter Parker be Peter Parker. And But, yeah, I, I, I do want to find out what happens with Miles, though. So I do hope they make more movies and uh, or series or something like that. I could, I could see, like, a cool Netflix series, but I don't know if they could do that because <clears throat> animated to this level of... Well, they can because Netflix would would do the whole season and be done with it. Yeah, it's not like they're they're doing it every week and they gotta figure it out. Yeah, that's true. I'd I'd watch it though. I'd watch any series with any of these, maybe with the exception of Peter Porker. Like I think you might have to be high to watch <sighs> that and not or a child. Be... Yeah, or a kid. Maybe that's why they did that, to give it more, you know, reach for the younger audiences or whatever. But I was young when I watched Spider-Man. I remember Spider-Man. That was one of the first things I taught Raphael how to do, is sing that song. Because we watched that on yeah. Netflix. We watched reruns on, of the 60s series on Netflix. That and, uh, what was it called? Spider-Man and his super friends or whatever? Spider-Man and his amazing friends? Was that it? That sounds right, but maybe not. I don't know. Do you remember that one? <laughs> that was the one that had the woman of the web and the clones and everything. That's the one we watched, yeah. No, it's an older one. How old? Eighties? Nineties? Um, I think eighties. Super Friends. It had Firestar, which is the female fire yes. um chick. And I think it had Iceman. Yeah, Iceman. I remember Iceman and, and the Fire Girl, Firestorm. Oh, that's yeah. right. That was like their um, that was their answer to the Justice League. That was Marvel's answer to the Justice League, I believe. So that was like the early '80s, maybe mid '80s. I remember the X Men comic or the X Men series, the cartoon. That was cool. Yeah, I somehow missed that. <laughs> I didn't see that one at all. I would have loved to watch it. Must have been you were in Germany. Maybe it was when you were over in Germany. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, 
Uh, yeah, it was Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yeah, that was right. It sounded right. <laughs> it sounded like something I've heard, but yeah. I mean, it makes sense because this comic title has Amazing Spider-Man, so. Yes. No, oh, okay. I looked it up. It's Spider-Man and his amazing friends. You're but it, but it had Iceman and Firestorm. The character list I saw did not have Iceman. I had hmm. some dude named Hiawatha something, and he was a soldier what back the in the forties. Jesus, I don't remember that at all. I don't remember that either. No, the one I watched was the nineties one. It was like a it was around the same time as X Men was out. It was like X Men and then the Spider Man, but Raphael and I watched it on Netflix. We watched like the marathon, like binged it. There was like two hundred something episodes or something. It was ridiculous. Watched them all. And then when Gwen Stacy dies, I remember Raphael was probably he might have been like five. And when she dies, she goes into the. They don't die. They go to the negative zone or the something zone. <laughs> yeah, the negative zone. Yeah. So I remember when it happened, he said, oh, she went to the something zone. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> I was like, I'm not elaborating on that. And I'm like, thank you very much, Marvel, for doing that. Because that's why you that so that parents wouldn't have to have a very awkward conversation with their kids. Mommy, Twin Stacy died. What? <laughs> but yeah, she's supposed to die. So maybe that's why I like Gwen Stacy so much. Because, hey, she's alive. Yay. <laughs> she didn't die. And I know when I am, when I interviewed Emma Stone, um, Dennis uh, Dennis Leary was there, and um, you know he dies in the first one. And one of the press, as we were as we were doing the interview, all of a sudden one of the handlers comes in the door, and they're like, "What did you ask?" <laughs> and, and we're all like, uh, what? And they're like, what did you ask? What kind of questions did you ask? And we were like, uh, we just asked like general questions, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, nobody asked about him dying or anything. And we were like, uh, no. And she's like, it must not have been you. And like, they left the room and all oh, of us Jesus. were like, okay. That was like after they left. That was after, um, you know, the talent left and everything. And we were like getting yelled at. But because he dies in the first one, somebody did ask Emma Stone about like, well, you all know, we all know Gwen's fate. So is that something that you're you know, worried about or anything like that? And she said, well, you never know, blah, blah, blah. So she kind of hinted that maybe she would not die in the next one or whatever. And, you know, and then she did. So I remember when she did, I was like, damn it. I was hoping when she said, you know, hey, you never know that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she died, so that sucked. <laughs> but she had to, because that's in the that's like you you got to do that, you know. And yeah, unlike Arrow, she's dead, except for alternate universe. But whatever, I guess now about it, it is exactly the same as fucking Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's not just Arrow; it's superhero comics in general. Yeah, that's my other comic buddy. He always I get so bent out of shape when I hear like again like when I heard America was gonna be a Nazi, I was frothing at the mouth and with rage and like t direct messaging him on Twitter like what the fuck, Curtis? What is going on? And he's like, Rick, it's comics. Like, haven't you figured this out yet? You know, like <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? It's like I think that's probably one of the reasons I'm not. What the hell was that? That was the underpants gnomes. <laughs> yeah, the under, I have uh, the underpants gnomes as my alarm. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
awesome. Oh man, yeah. I'm surprised you freaking got that with a brief playing, dude. South Park. <laughs> yeah, I'll always get South Park references. We could have a whole podcast dedicated to South Park for sure. I couldn't get the song from the series, so this song was from the video game they made. Um, I think it was the Fractured Butterfly. Oh yeah, I have that. I don't have this. Yeah, I do have the Stick of Destiny too because it came with the the fractured butthole i've gotten to the point where i beat the fractured butthole so now it's like you can just play all these little side missions and i haven't really played it you completed the story and now you're done well you know me i'm not really super into video games that much so like i got red dead 2 for christmas i played it one time really (laughs) yeah i played it one time dude you remember Uh, during hurricane will i have the original the Red Dead Revenge 1. Yeah. And I played at a point in the story where I'm supposed to do something. I ended up getting sidetracked. and just started killing a lot of things. Yeah. And now I can't remember what I need to do. And I can't remember <laughs> where the mission is. So I'm just stuck out in the western desert That's not right. knowing what I'm doing. I'm just wandering aimlessly. That's awesome. Wandering around <laughs> aimlessly. Nice uh, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day reference. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I like about you. You and I know all of our references, so I constantly am like, oh, have you seen, or have you ever heard of, like, I'll say something, and then people will be like, what? And then I'll have to mention Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, and they're like, what? And then I'll have to mention, like, all different things about it, and it's like, you just get immediately when I go wandering around aimlessly. You remember what that's from, so it's funny. Yeah. So... I, I can tell by your underpants, Gnome, that I think our time is, is, is up here. Yes, sir. All right. Let me uh, wrap up then and say thank you very much, Shima Darwin, the tech guru of filmgrouch.com. Uh, you can find him on Twitter, but he doesn't actually do anything on Twitter. So you can like follow his account, but it's like a dead account. I think it's Slanty McNasty. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe so. Yeah, so you can follow him on Twitter at Slanty McNasty, and he will never tweet, so you can enjoy that. Um, and you can always follow me on Twitter at Film Grouch. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at Film Grouch. Uh, we're on Podbean. We're on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher. We're on all those things. Um, definitely tell your friends about us. Uh, we have been doing movie reviews. I've been doing movie reviews since 2008. So almost uh, over 10 years, um, in July it'll be 11 years. And again, we started off with iratefilms.com. If you want to look into our past and see how we have evolved, that's kind of interesting. Um, but we really enjoyed talking about into the, the Spider-Verse and learning all about Miles Morales and some of his problems and struggles, which there weren't a lot really. Um, but He's going to be an interesting character that I think they can do a lot of cool shit with. And Gwen, we definitely think that there's a need for her story to be developed a lot more, I think, anyway. And I think uh, Amadarwin agrees on that. And we liked it. Um, we liked the story. There was definitely some room for uh, a little bit more struggle for the main character. And um, we liked uh, just a lot about it. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add, Amadarwin? No, just watch it if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, definitely watch it. You don't necessarily have to watch it eight, like my other critic friend, but 
I mean, if you want to watch it eight times, knock yourself out. You can watch it eight times. I don't care. Watch it ten times. Watch it a thousand times. But, um, you know, I, I think uh, it's definitely earned its place in the Spider-Man universe. Even though it's an alternate universe, it's definitely something that you're going to want to experience at least once. And I'm definitely, like I said, I'm definitely buying it on Blu-ray on the, uh, the 4K HD or whatever. So it will be making its way into my house for sure. Um, so yeah, rate, tell us what you thought about this podcast. Um, let me know if I should ever have Emma Darwin back on or if he's like a total piece of shit and you never want to hear from him ever again. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed some of our banter and, uh, hope that you will stick around and listen to more of the film grouch show. Thanks. And you guys have a great day. Bye.